Hello there, and welcome to me recording my podcast episode. I tried to do another recording earlier, but it auto-paused for some reason. Anyway, so hopefully my friend Tristan can hop onto the podcast, but he doesn't seem to be hopping on. Anyway... Anyway, uh, so I decided to do a follow-up to me reading stories on Reddit by going on to Reddit again and reading other stories. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're going on for another Creepy Encounters one. So, we're going on for another Creepy Encounters one. I think I already just said that. And I really have to shit, but that's not really important right now. That really isn't important right now. Oh! Okay, this actually feels very weird. Okay. Okay. Always be aware of your surroundings. Alright then, let's go. Let's go. That's what my friend Michael used to do in his channel. Oh shit. I'm gonna go off tonight. Suz, Tristan. Oh, for God's sake, Tristan. Why could you break my heart like that, Tristan? Oh, fine. Fine. Okay, you know what? Okay. No worries. I'm just recording. A new podcast episode. Okay, well, he's offline now. Okay, anyway, let's just continue on with the story. Always be aware of your surroundings. Always be aware of your surroundings. That was just a message from Tristan there saying, haha, nice. Oh, he's a cool kid. Always be aware of your surroundings. This happened when I was 19 years old. My friend and I, we are both college girls, went to an old mall here in the Philippines for our thesis paper. After finishing our work, we decided to buy some iced coffee for McDonald's so we can have a boost of energy for the drive home. You know, you always got to get that coffee from McDonald's. You know, if it's a long ride home. I mean, I don't drink coffee because I'm only 14, whatever. While we were waiting in line, the guy in front of me told us that we could cut in front and I didn't suspect anything, suspect, sorry, because I thought he was just being nice and he was wearing a blue shirt and a black hat and I think he was, I think he was in his mid-twenties. When it was our turn, the cashier told us that all caffeinated drinks weren't available so we went out of McDonald's empty-handed. <coughs> oh, sorry, empty-handed. Oh, that's a fucking bummer, dude. And I noticed that the very same guy left McDonald's immediately after we left. He was also empty-handed. I thought maybe he was also there for his coffee fix and overheard our conversation. And the cashier that drinks weren't available at that time and didn't want to waste his time asking the cashier again. I still want, didn't want to suspect anything because I'm a really paranoid person and I didn't want to know... Sorry, and I didn't want to cause any panic. We were meters away from the parking lot when my friend suddenly noticed a cute plush toy on display so we stopped and took it that's when i noticed him again he also stopped and randomly looked at some displays my heart skipped a beat 
because I felt my adrenaline rush. I needed to think fast and confirm that he was really following us. I casually told my friend that I forgot to buy something from the mall and we had to go back to buy it. We went to the nearest escalator and I saw something from the mall we had to go back to buy it. We went to the nearest ex- oh, sorry, we went to the- oh crap, accident, I messed up, sorry guys. We went to the nearest escalator and I saw the same guy ride the escalator a few meters from us. I whispered to my friend, don't panic and don't look now, but I think the guy from McDonald's is following us. ASMR. I was in a state of panic and the only thing I can think of at the time was to go back to McDonald's to see if the guy was following us. We went back and he still followed us there, raising more red flags. Now I was 100% sure he was following us. We walked around a bit until we found a security guard posted nearby. When we stopped to talk to the guard, the guy walked away. When we were sure that the guy wasn't following us anymore, we headed straight to the parking lot and went home. Always be aware of your surroundings, folks. It's a good thing my friend spotted a, spotted a cute plushie toy. If she didn't, I wouldn't have noticed that the guy was following us. I can't imagine what could have happened if he followed us to a parking spot. Jeez, bro. Hmm. Okay. Right, this nice. It's very nice. It's very, very nice. It's nice, but it's not funny. It's not very funny. It's not very funny, mate. Let's go into top stories. Seems to be the top one here. Hmm. Hmm. An interest, uh, interesting childhood. Well, I think it means interest childhood. I think he means an interesting childhood. Anyway, for a little backstory, I grew up in Orlando, Florida, and my dad was an alcoholic and a pedophile. Great start. So my views on what was normal were confused. So growing up, I had a lot of creepy encounters, and a few of them were at the nursing home my mom worked at. I pretty much lived there from five years old until middle school and enjoyed interacting with the old folks. The one encounter that sticks out is this old man I always hung around with. Okay, I think he means I always hung around with. He seemed to like listening to me and hanging out, so it was fun for me. Till one day, while playing on the organ they had in the back, he came to me. He came to join me. After talking for a while, he began kissing my neck. Ew, bro, what the fuck? Creepy old ass, man. I was uncomfortable, but as my dad did this and my mom said it was normal, I let it happen. But after a few minutes, I booked it out of there and eventually told my dad. It just didn't feel right, so we confronted the man and that stopped that. I, get, I got a lot of advances and they're looking back. Jesus, you're in a fucking nursing home full of pedophiles? Jesus. And also, that dad's a fucking hypocrite. He goes to protect his daughter, meanwhile, he fucking sexually assaults her. Anyway, some words to sometime towards the end of middle school, I was sneaking on the local buses to see my boyfriend at the time. As I'm sitting next to a busy road waiting for the bus, a man starts talking to me from his car. 
I tried ignoring him, but after a while to shut him up, I acknowledged him. He started asking me where I was going and that he could take me. I lied about where I was going, and he insisted that he give me a ride. I continued to refuse, which seemed to frustrate and anger him. Luckily, the light turned green, and he was gone. Another creepy encounter was more of a situation with my dad. My dad's sister and I went fishing, but he always took us to sketchy... Oh, sorry, not my dad's sister. My dad's sister and I went fishing. He always took us to sketchy places. One day we stopped at a small gas station. I remember getting creepy vibes from the people who worked there. As my dad was checking out, they started asking my dad how much he would sell my sister for. I've just learned to walk. I've just learned to walk away when my dad is doing something I feel uncomfortable with. So after a while of talking and laughing, it's finally time to go. My creeper of a father was telling us all about it in the car, even joking about what he was thinking about doing. I never realized how dangerous Orlando was until I moved and started talking to a therapist. Wow. Damn. Let me comment on this thing. This deserves an upvote. Uh, that your dad was a hypocrite. He gave out to the man. Go out to the man for sexually harassing you. While actually decide to go into a different subreddit now because you know r slash creepy i'm just gonna eat my berries okay hmm what other podcasts should i talk about R slash entitled parents. Let's go, boys. That's probably gonna be my first time.
Director of a daycare. Okay, this is one's very short, but let's go. You are not above the rules, Karen. I am a director of a daycare. We've been closed for the past six weeks due to COVID. Part of reopening came with the new state and company policies. New state law is that parents are not allowed to inside the buildings, and staff have to bring children in and out of the center. We have a giant sign out front saying that we are doing curbside drop-off and pick-up only. The amount of parents who feel like they don't have to listen is insane. They feel like I should bend the rules for them and their angels. I've also had parents get mad. They have to physically get the child out of the car so I don't get into their car to get them. What? Right. Okay. <laughs> Our new policies is that we aren't allowing children to bring personal belongings from home with them. I've had many parents of school-age kids throw tantrums over it. Heaven forbid their child has to leave their tablet at home and interact with the world around them. We're doing our best to keep the children and staff safe and keep some germs out of the centre. The amount of parents who are showing their title side is ridiculous. Well, glad that's not happening in Ireland. Yeah, who knows? I might post my own story. Do you know what? I've got... I've got my fair share of stories, actually. I wouldn't say fair share, but, uh... I mean, I have an entitled neighbor story. I suppose. Yeah, I got an entitled neighbor story. Yo, all my friends who listen to this podcast, like, message me on Discord or something. And tell me that you want to hear my entitled stories or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, back to the episode. Alright. What else? Entitled parent tries to steal from me. Pretends to be my mom. <laughs> Before the pandemic, I used to hang with my friends after school. One day they sent me to buy some coke, as I passed the cashier and stopped at the exit to put the change in my wallet and the five cokes in my bag. Jesus, five cokes. <laughs> and then the Karen came, with a big bag full of chips and makeup with a kid of eight years old. After my estimation, she stopped near me as I was packing and started talking. Translated briefly from, Uma from Romanian. Hello, dear. Hello. Would you mind to give my you mind to give my son one of those cokes? Excuse me? Can you give my son one of those cokes? I explained to her that I buy the Okay, well bought. I explained to her that I bought the cokes so and she can buy her entitled kid another coke herself, and she asks me what age I am. The problem is that I am two years younger than my classmates, and when I tell her and when I tell her what age I was, she tells me, You are too young to drink coke. If I am too young, your son shouldn't even think about drinking coke. It's not your kid, so it's not your problem. What I give to him, so give me the damn coke. She reaches for my... She reaches for my hand and takes the coke from my hand. The cashier comes in. Is there any problem? No, everything is fine. Me, cutting her. Yes, there is. This lady's trying to steal from me. I am his mother. No, you are not. Do you have any proof? I pulled out a maths test that I took that day. If you are, mo if you are my mom, what is my name? 
EP sweating. <laughs> Roberto, it's a common name in Romania. Me. Wrong! And shows the cashier the corner where my name was written. Miss, please give him the coke or I'll have to call security. Throws EM EP throws a coke at me and I catch it. The cashier stays stays there and talks to her. I used the chance to leave and go to my friends. The next day I went back to the store to thank the cashier for helping me and giving him some money. Sorry for bad English. Ah, well, you're Romanian. Oh shit, she replied. Oh yeah, she replied to my comment. Lol, yup. Okay, so this is where I said his dad was a criminal. Lol, yup. He was always to the rescue when someone did exactly what he did. My mom used that to justify he was a good dad years later. It was hilarious. Jesus. <laughs> Your mom. Your mom. How come... Uh, okay, this might drag on, but we'll see where it goes. It shocks me. story yeah. on to the next story all right we've already read that hmm. Romanian people are weird okay sorry to any of my Romanian listeners sorry to any of my Ro Romanian listeners out there even though I doubt this podcast reaches up to Romania insults. Hoo -hoo. Boy ho boy. <laughs> Both versions of Michael Jackson. It's just a picture of Donald Glover. Hmm. I don't really 
has like it has pictures that would go with the joke but all right let's go into murdered by words so r slash do this okay how's that yeah i'm gonna go into murdered by words because you know be dripping to the ins on to murdered by words hey <laughs> all right r slash parenting Did they really expect sympathy with that kind of post? Appropriate murder. Okay. R slash parenting. Our family goes to Hawaii, Maui, annually each year for Christmas and 4th of July since 2012. Due to the coronavirus, we push the date back until the end of July. We own a condo there along the water. I'm not sure how bad it is out there. Me and my husband really want to go. The kids, not so much. 17 female, 22 male. We don't want to deal with any restrictions or wearing masks, so we would rather enjoy our vacation like we would normally. The way the virus is going, I'm thinking of cancelling the vacation altogether and just wait until Christmas. Yes, probably a... should probably do that. I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. Wait, what? I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous to be concerned about right now. This week, I attended Zoom funerals because of the coronavirus, and you're worried about how it will affect your twice-a-year vacation? Please cancel your vacation, stay home, stay safe, and kindly fuck off for, for posting something so menial, selfish, and inconsiderate when people are suffering. Oh shit, she replied to me. Awaha! Okay, so she replied with, Honestly, she never gave me a good reason for him sexually assaulting me. The most I got out of her was she did the best she could that there is no handbook to raising kids. That's not a good excuse. She is and was very codependent on my dad, and he can't do anything, so he can't do any wrong. I have several half-sisters who just plain say it. It can't have happened because he only hit them. That's not right either. I gave up trying to figure out and just cut all connections to everyone. The lies never stopped, even when I ran away. I always was I was always just the bad kid who abandoned the family. Well, good for you. So technically, so technically, her excuse is that she just lets your dad molest you and do stuff like this to you because that way he can support for her and she doesn't have to do anything so in other words she just didn't care 
I'm going to give her the link to my podcast because I need listeners. And I truly do care about all this. I'm lucky my parents don't do this to me. But you know what? Like, okay, well, like, I read her story without a permission. So I... I'll, no, I'll, I'll give it a... I'll give it a... I'll, give her, I'll ask her. Okay, I read this story for my podcast. I read the story for my podcast, and I was and I was from a podcast, and I wanted to know. This is more of a creeping kind. This is more dysfunctional family. Anyway. Is called Big Wiener. I feel very shame. I feel kind of bad for just advertising my podcast blatantly but you know I really I really do want to see what people I really do want to see what she feels about this her of randomness words post I don't like to play. I don't like to play. 
Oh shit, this girl just got destroyed. That girl just got duped. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that girl just got fucking duped. Bitch. Yeah, that's technically ish. This. I was like. Perfectly sums up her argument here. She's basically saying some people here are Germans. So, is that the train of thought? Germans might be inconvenienced by hearing about their ancestors' crimes. And therefore, the crimes must not be mentioned. Yeah, if, I mean, if. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say. The way you responded to her was pretty cool. So, but if I was the debater, what I would have said is, so you're technically saying that Germans here in the audience should not hear about their ancestors' past crimes. I mean, that's literally what she's saying. It's like if she was an American and her ancestors committed, let's say, I don't know, atrocities during World War II or the American Civil War. And like, she says, well, I'm sorry, because there's some Americans here who feel like you're telling, oh, there are some Americans here who feel like you're telling them that they're Confederates. Well, no, we're not telling you that you're Confederates. We're just saying uh, your, what your ancestors did was wrong. My ancestors might have done, my ancestors might have done wrong stuff. My ancestors might have done the wrong stuff as well, but I don't really care. 
you didn't do this stuff. Your ancestors did. So that's that's what really just bothers me about these people. So like, if she she's basically she's supposedly speaking for the Germans in the audience who don't want to hear about their ancestors' crimes. Uh. Okay, that's crimes your ancestors committed, not you. So we've got nothing to be worried about. Ah, yeah, let me see that. Wow, that comment was just summed it up perfectly. I need to see that comment again. So yeah, a lot of people are just saying that. A lot of people are just saying that if there is Germans in the audience, they just don't want to face their ancestors. They just don't want to face their past. So yeah. So yeah, they just they're just ashamed of their history, and that's why they don't want to hear about it. I'm sorry. So yeah, he also says, uh, shout out to Guadint and Auzing. I don't know if I pronounced those guys right. He says, may, and he says, yes, the Germans are hurt by what their ancestors did, but they aren't sad about it. They don't sob. So yeah, that's basically what they're going to say. That girl is technically saying. That girl is technically saying that the Germans in the audience would be sad because of their ancestors, because of their history being mentioned. Well, that's their history. Like that woman there is probably an American. Like, if I was the debater, I could mention her history during the American Civil War. World War Two. I could mention the atrocities that her answers might have committed during the American Civil War. She would probably get upset too, but that's your history and fucking deal with it. It's also Germany's history. And it's no use getting sad over your history. Oh shit, yeah, this happened. So it said, posted by user Toshiro Mifune two hours ago. But yeah, this I, I read about this. Strike for Silver Corp USA says, Strike Force incursion into Venezuela. 60 Venezuelan, 2 American X Cream Beret. Add, real Donald Trump! How did it go? Thinking of doing a covert operation in a foreign country myself and wondering. It's a good strategy for me to also publicly tweet about it. Yeah, he's kind of dumb, to be honest. So Americans are a completely fucking different breed. Trump believes he is treated worse than Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Nigga, they shot me. Uh, also, 
for my listeners out there who are getting mad because I said the n-word, look, I don't exactly mean it, I'm just reading what it says there. Hmm, what else? What else? Oh uh, yeah, I think there's another people where they caught them. People caught lying or some, something around. Caught. Yeah, it seems to just be murdered by words. So... Yeah. So it seems to be just people like lying. Okay, let's see what other good stuff is on here. Hey, hey guys, a uh, quick break here. Just to say, uh, I know these are only like the first three episodes, but I'm really planning to have guests on here soon, maybe. So yeah, just keep on listening for more content. Like, just keep on listening for more content. It's a good listener. Okay, what is this girl saying? This shirt is a crime against humanity. Okay. Okay, well you can't see the shirt. But it's like a shirt that has like frills at the bottom. It's a long sleeve shirt. It has frills at the bottom. And... Okay, it's a smocked, cropped top. You guys can look that up if you want. Anyway, yeah, it's a smocked, cropped top. And then Ladies Love Duran Duran says, I've been following this blog for years, and I have never said anything, but I finally need to speak up. $238. $238 for what is possibly quite the ugliest shirt I have ever seen. This shirt looks like someone spilled coffee on the third ugly shirt ever created. So they replaced the middle with the second ugly shirt ever created to make the ugly shirt the entire fucking world. If I saw someone wearing this in public, I couldn't murder them without getting arrested because it would be a fucking self-defense. I'm so fucking upset! How dare they! How dare they sell this shirt for $238? How dare they call that a sale? This affront to God was originally $995. A thousand dollars looks like a 19th century Lily Putzer. Okay, what the fuck is that? I was gonna comment on how ugly this shirt as soon as I saw it. But man, I'll never match that comment well done. <laughs> Alright, admittedly, the shirt, you guys can look it up. It says smocked crop top. You guys can look it up if you want. Admittedly, it. It's not a good fit, not the best fashion sense, but uh, no need to go off on them like that. I mean, a lot of people are just saying, I am more interested in the morons who will actually buy the shirt. Yeah, who the fuck will buy the shirt? Actually, not gonna lie, I might, I might buy that shirt. But, you know, I'm in Ireland, so... Session Moth Marina. 
He once offered me to buy me a boob job on Twitter, but never followed through. Teddy Turnbuckle, what comes to mind when you think of this man? Scott Hall, you need a personality transplant, you dumb bitch. Hmm. Okay, what else is here? Oh, come on, man. This kid, I, I watched this video. Well done. Yes, I know, I know. Another Fortnite hate post. So original. 200 damage. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. That's what it says in the video. And then John Flickin says, when you pass the autism test without studying. Oh. Oh, come on, man. I watch this kid. He's just trying to make some of that money. He's just trying to make some of that views. Why you gotta do him dirty like that? <laughs> what else is there here? Okay. Racist. Somebody shut down a racist. Good to see. Alright, cool. She says she will check out my podcast. Hooray. And she said it was okay that I used her video. Her in his video. Because if not, I could easily just edit it out. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So she says, Imagine being 14 year old and debasing racial politics on Reddit. School are brainwashing in full swing nowadays, eh? Imagine stalking through someone's post history to prove a point. Just because I'm a teenager doesn't mean I can't identify basic racism. By brainwashing, do you mean teaching students not to be racist? Do you understand what brainwashing means? Since you're digging through my post history, and what about all the transphobic... <coughs> Sorry, transphobic and racist shit on your profile? Based off the insane shit you post on your eco chamber brainwashing subs, I'm far smarter than you. You're also super hypocritical. For example, you say censoring racist subs is election meddling, but censoring things that you don't agree with is freedom of speech. You say spending 5k on Facebook ads is not election meddling, but showing down race, hate, oh, brain fart, a hateful racist sub is. Okay, what? Well, I don't know who was who there, to be honest. Dude, you made a fair point, but posting your own comment on blurring your name is pretty sad. Hmm. Huh. Uh, yeah, I actually can't, yeah, who's this, like, I can't tell who, debunk, who's the racist and who's not the racist, because they all have their fucking names blurred out, oh shit, she might, Mm -hmm. 
What do I need? What else do I need here? Oh. Crap. I accidentally zoomed in on this and I don't know how to get out. Oh, wait, nope. Okay. That is a... <laughs> I'm kind of bored. I don't know what else to read. Hmm. Let's do... Let's just... Okay, also, shout out to Stories with Jesse and r slash. They're pretty cool podcasts. I listen to them on YouTube channels. Hmm, what should I... Let's, let's search up r slash nice girls. Yeah, let's search up r slash nice guys. Most cringy images of guy, not nice guys. This guy literally got... Being a good guy never pays off tattooed on his chest. I've heard of oh, another one. Yeah, I am very badass. I am very badass. Do not mess with these tough people. Okay. I hope she's okay. Okay, so who is this? Okay, well this is some woman or man. I don't know, I can't tell. This was 15 years ago, the day before my birthday. Already then I was very seductive, but then I was a devil. Don't believe me? Ask the poor girl who took this picture. I was her devil. The devil that she fell in love with. Those was still during the good first two years. What the fuck are you talking about? It got worse for her when she tried to leave. I was never physically violent. My power is mental. I was emotionally abusive. <laughs> But that might be worse. They leave no scars that you can show to the police. And that's what happens when you fall in love with the devil. Dude, you literally just admitted to emotionally abusing your wife. Or partner. That's not... That's not even... That's not even badass. That's just dickhead. I mean, you just mean a dickhead, man. Alright. Kid, I go to my school with this so cool first line. He says, fuck the law. Fuck the law. Police. I'm 17 and my birthday's the year in June 30. I swear to God, if I catch them pigs on, on my ass because I'm watching porn, oof, I'm gonna get a knife. I'd be like, die, pigs, die. God damn, the law is a load of horseshit. <laughs> what else would it have instead? Okay, imagine if this was a wood table. I put this in a wood ta wooden table, dumbass. I put this in a wood table. Imagine what I could do to your face. Nothing much. Don't fuck with me. Okay, well, he needs an apostrophe in the don't, and then he needs to add an H onto the wit. Okay, what's here? I'm not ready to bleed. I can't believe it allows you to kill me once. Humiliating because you're so terrible. Enjoy the luck. Oh, I see a full image. I can't believe you're too scared to trash talk on your own main account. Please suck less as a person, dude. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go ahead, bro. Hmm.
Okay. Okay. Hopefully, he throws hands with more dexterity than his two artist possesses. I thought. Okay, well, he needs to add an. Oh, okay, so he has thought. Thought as in the thoughts. Okay, so I thought he needs to add an U G H T. Well, he has the T there, but he needs to add a U and a G H. I was joining a group that had fucked up sense of humor and liked dirty jokes. You need an E in between the fucked. And my second joke is a fucking bunch of sensitive pussy ass bitches acting like I'm going around beating up women. They're fucking jokes, pee pee. I think he's meant to say people, but he's really shit grammar. But if you feel some type of way about my jokes, then hit me up, and I'll, and I'll, I'll and I'll, you need an apostrophe there, and I'll be, will be, and I'll will be glad. What the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. You need an apostrophe there, and then you need another two L's. You can't say I'll will be glad to send you my address, and you can. You need an A there. Come get your punk ass whipped. Come get some bitch. And it looks like a middle-aged man who looks like he could have mortgage. A family actually probably does have mortgage on a family and look at his fucking wag ass tattoos bro <laughs> honestly I feel like even I could beat him up I'm like 14 but I don't know send me a message through discord I don't know send me a message through discord if you feel like I could beat him up Look, just to take the pain off you, my Discord is... Okay, just search a Big Gloiner server on Discord. It shouldn't be hard. It's literally what I took my podcast name of. Okay. On a Quora question, how powerful is a human punch? Ron. PhD in common sense, life, living, and liberty. Self-educated smartass. I've knocked the men I fought on their ass with one punch. Oh shit, we got Saitama here. Unless, of course, I wanted to punish him. Then I pulled my punch. There was only one fight where I was hitting this guy for all I was worth. And he wouldn't go down. I was driving him back with E-Punch. My bare hands were throbbing. Whoppow! I finally gave him a push and he fell over. I have no idea what was keeping him up. Probably your weak-ass punches, to be honest. Oh shit, r slash white knights, and here's a picture, okay, r, let's look up r slash white knights, it's pretty cool, slash white cheeks, no thanks, this is not a porn podcast, you will not, zero members, this isn't a porn podcast there will be no porn on my christian server i'll tell you that much okay so uh yeah i'm just looking up white knight here uh looking at some of the stories they got on here pretty pathetic if i do say so myself okay White knighting. 
There we go. R slash white knighting, where the simps of Reddit come to join. And then their description is Protet Waman. Indeed do, my brothers. Indeed do, my simp brothers. We must protect the Waman. We must protect the thoughts whose money we donate on their Twitch streams for attention, a never-ending... Uh, I can't think of a word to end there, but we must donate our money in hopes that they notice us and that they will hit us up on MySpace. <laughs> I don't think MySpace exists anymore, so... Reminder, usernames must be okay. Let's see. Classic. Yes, I'm a girl. Yes, play Xbox. No, don't belong in kitchen. No, I won't make your fat ass a sandwich. So fuck you. Have a nice day. What was this? I saw this format before. Is this? Uh. What is this? Hmm. Yeah, was this on MySpace? Oh, it's like, let me just type. Is this MySpace? What platform is this, my brothers? Comment. I think it might be MySpace, but anyway, let's continue. This guy just does a bunch of photos. She does her doing this. She's an emo girl. No offense against emos though, but whatever. She's like, she's like this. He holds a, he holds an Xbox remote control, and she has her middle fingers up, and he says, "That's how fucking stupid you look." And then we got emo simp. Come over here. Look here, dumbass. You must have bad eyesight because Morgan, the girl, is an attractive young lady. When you return, ignorant. When you're an ignorant little boy who learns how to treat women more properly, and that is all. Uh. Okay. Simp. Alright, let's see. Hmm. Oh shit, here's a video. Listen to the audio. He's obviously doing this, but damn. He you really don't want to mess with him, boys. You really, really don't want to mess with him. He's an apex alpha male. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, why the fuck wouldn't I like is that? Ooh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is that one of the... Is that profile picture one of the... Oh shit, what's her name? I follow them. It's like the Coconut Twins or something. 
I said, let me look them up. I think it's twin coconuts or something. Yeah, they're called twin coconuts. I swear that it looks exactly like one of the twin coconuts, but with, like with glasses. Anyway, moving on. Found one in the wild, not safe for work. Let's see. If a man has a problem with stretch marks on a woman's body, then he ain't a real man. Y'all dudes stay on social media 24-7. I think that all women are supposed to look like those females with the fake asses, nose, hips, lips, breasts, but ain't reality. Stretch marks are a part of a woman's natural beauty. You gotta embrace it all, 100-100. How is this a white knight thing? See how this is. Uh, well, like I, know, I guess some are white knighting. Well, yeah, he's just telling it as it is. Those are just stretch marks. We should. Well, yeah. Oh shit, this is in Ireland, the hometown. Sake. 
Jesus. Absolute bitch. Gemma, if you're out there listening to this podcast. Yeah, that was pretty much the glory of Dublin in a nutshell. My hometown. Okay, well, not my hometown, but I'm from Dublin, in case you didn't know. Also, if I went silent there, it's because I was watching the video, so please don't think I was, like, ignoring you guys. Hmm. Right. I'll read, like, uh, a few more. Things. Off Reddit. Hmm. Yeah, R slash choosing beggars always a good one. guys the guys who give guys a bad reputation I went on here but I thought there's some thought there's nothing that I could you know here see here but shit all right hmm all right let's see here A heartbreaking story of a very nice guy. It's probably the last video I. This probably be the last story I read, but whatever. I might read a few more off entitled parents. But anyway, let's go. Alone and tired of whores and the bastards who worship them being happy. All my life I've been told that being nice is a must. That being nice is a good quality. That people appreciate you. That was all a lie. A la fucking lie, that's what it says there. 
Shut up, Muslim people. Everything in life passes me by. Job opportunities, dates, vacations, everything. Yet what bothers me the most is watching women who I wanted pass me by for lesser men. Time after time, I'm ignored by these women who won't see me as more than a friend or a minor acquaintance. And the men, if you can even call them that, they go for disgust me. All six of the women I wanted berated me in the following manner. Anne, a gorgeous blonde girl, haired, blue eyes, bombshell, with a slim figure, a toned, a, a toned ass. That's not okay. I can already tell he's a bit of a simp as well. And small breasts. I met her in college and we began to hang out. I actually thought about making my mov well, move. You need an E there. After a year. And then she met some foreign scumbag from Germany. He is tainted. The once proud he hum... What? He is tainted. The once proud he humble girl. He needs to work on his grammar. She gave birth to two of his spawn, and after they married, I despised that man to no end as his children, who should have been mine. Wow. I really don't want to see this guy in the news. Sandra, a hot little brunette with a small yet somewhat curvy body that I loved in high school. She married our school's star basketball player and to this day they're still married yeah i know who doesn't he doesn't dote on her like a real man he doesn't care about her at all he wants to he just wants his bra all he wants is bragging rights happiest day of my life when that no good thug injured his knee during practice yet sandra is still with him they're child free because they how ugly they would be fucking grammar man Sarah, perfect Chinese girl. I knew since middle school who was a classic Asian beauty. Pale skin, midnight black hair, dark eyes, lips that formed a slight pout and a small body. Hell of a swimmer too. Yet she threw her life away in marrying some lowly guy who works in construction. Sure he makes good money, but what intelligence does he have? Zero. She let that dumb wop knock. That dumb wop knocker. What the fuck is a wop? I hope she miscarries. Real smooth, bro. Elizabeth. How many women are on here? Oh, not a lot. Right then. Elizabeth. Adorable meth head. What? Oh, sorry, redhead. <laughs> With a nice ass and green eyes who loves art and animal. She's a veterinarian now, but she wouldn't, but she shouldn't be. She's covered in tattoos that were no doubt her wife's idea. All at this, all the, this time, she didn't act gay, but maybe she's bi? All I know is that bitch took her from me, when I know we could have definitely had something real. If she's lesbian, just fucking deal with it, man. Stop being a simp. Black chick, well-educated, a tad odd in that she's kind of a goth or punker. Punk. Has a nice rack on her, dis Has a nice rack on her, despite her weight and build. 5 foot 4, 140 pounds, and 38 DDDDD tits. 
and a nice proportionate ass. Well, you seem to only admire her ass and tits. I honestly thought she was the one until she met some piece of shit biker. I just know that he's in a gang and he beats her. Why wouldn't he? Melinda could have easily picked me when I told her my feelings via Facebook, but graffitied up white trash bastard that looks like a character from the biker show on FX is glad it's over. Yet she constantly posts to Facebooks about how much she loves this man and how much she cares for her. He cares for her. How he helped her distance herself from me after I made her uncomfortable. Yeah, she'll be the main one crying about oppression and slavery and men ain't shit. Jessica. Sweet, sweet Jessica. Okay, I'm gonna do kind of a posh one here. Sweet, sweet Jessica. Ravenhead Latina. And the last to break my heart. She got blocked up in my heart. She got knocked up in my high school. By some guy I knew. He did to, to hurt me. They aren't married, but they might as well be. Things look up. Things look to be going well for them, but still, Jessica's a hateful little bitch. They'll get nice houses, new cars, family pets, and vacations, and what's in it for me, huh? What exactly? Why didn't I get all of that? Why don't I deserve your love? Why don't I deserve love your- What? Why don't I deserve love your life? Why don't I deserve love in- I don't get what he's trying to say here. He says, why don't I deserve love your life? Uh. Um. Uh, maybe. No, no. Okay, I think what he's trying to say is, why don't I deserve love in your life? So, bas okay, basically saying, why can't I be in your life? Okay. Okay, so, a lot of people are saying, this, that cannot be real. It must be a party, right? Well, I don't know. His profile name is kind of Neckbeard. Okay, how's that? Pose Law! I never heard of Pose Law, but I want to check it out. As an adage of internet culture, staying that with a clear indicator of the author's intent, it is impossible to create a party of extreme views. And obviously, so obviously exaggerated that cannot be mistaken by some reason as a sincere. Original statement by Nathan Poe read, Without a winking smiley or other blatant display of humor, it is utterly impossible to parody a creationist in such a way someone most mistake it for the genuine article. Hmm. In Christian forums. Debate on creationism. So, you can't parody creationism. Okay, so basically, fundamentalism and extremism. So basically, what I'm getting off here is that you can't, it is impossible to make a parody of extreme views. So obviously exaggerated that it can be not mistake. So extreme views that are so exaggerated that they can just cannot be mistaken for some reason to be sincere expression of the views being parodied. So basically, extreme views that are so extreme that you can't tell if it's a parody or not. So you can't make a parody of those stuff. And now our last story for tonight's podcast will go on to one from r slash entitled parents. And I also have a story I posted on Creepy Encounters. But that's for another day. Maybe I'll do it for like my 
20th episode or something. Anyway, let's go. Okay, this is pretty long. Okay. Oh, this only has two comments. Extra long. A sweet dose of karma. Hello, subreddit. It's me, your volunteering lizard girl, with another story. Too long, don't read at the bottom. EM, the demon known as Karen. SK, silent kid. Me, a James Bond lizard with a garden. Cool. Very, very cool. Alright. 
a bit of backstory. Last year, my parents and I were searching through the garden section of Home Depot when I saw a strawberry plant in horrible condition. Due to its breed, Everbearing, it's not supposed to die, but it looks like it was on death's doorstep. So I got the plant and asked my mom if I can keep it since I have a soft spot for strawberries. I said that it would be exclusively mine and I was overjoyed. I kept it in a large planter and I gave it lots of attention and care. Fast forward to this year. The strawberry daughter has had five daughter plants and has been flowering a lot. My parents and I decided to expand the garden a bit and we discovered a small flathead worm having a bit of trouble. We picked it up and let it stay in our garden. Ma'am, remember her? And I decided to name it Sherman the Worman. He's been a big part of our, the garden ever since. It was a warm day, so I decided, to, I decided to head out into the garden early so I can tend to the strawberry plant, as well as shoo any sneaky little animals. Right when I was cutting some dead leaves off my strawberry plant, a shadow looms over to me, and I turned around to see the EM on a shy kid. Me. Can I help you? EM. What a lovely little plant you have there. Me. Uh, thank you. EM. How much? Me. For what? The plant. My sweet little angel deserves to have a garden because he's so kind to all life. Me. I'm sorry, but this plant is not for sale. I plan on making it an heirloom for my family. EM pulls out a checkbook and pen. EM. Names your price. SK, mom, she doesn't want to. Hush, child, mommy will get what you want. Me, I am not naming a price for my strawberry plant. If you want one, I can tell you where you can get one. EM, but all the other ones are ugly. I want yours. Did she seriously call a strawberry plant ugly? Okay, that's what it says there. Me, again, I refuse to sell my strawberry plant or any of her five daughters. This plant is special to me. And I want to make sure it stays that way in my family. EM closes the checkbook and puts it back on her purse. My adamant turns into dread. Well then, if you won't willingly give it to me, then I'll have to take it by force. EM reaches for the plant, centimeters away until I'm a paid little visit right on time. EM screams and rips her hand away. Ew, a worm now! Now I have corona! Sherman was flung into the air by EM, then I caught him and put him back in the soil to make sure he's back in his home. You sick fuck! How dare you have a pest! Me, but it isn't. EM, I'm gonna get my hand sanitizer! Le EM leaves along with SK. I thank Sherman for rescuing me in the plant and give him a small strawberry. Moral of the story, don't mess with worms. Too long, don't read? EM attempts to steal a strawberry plant, only for a worm to scare away. Worms don't give corona. That's an airborne disease. I think everyone knows that. Alright, that's, uh... That's, um... That's all of my stories that I had planned for today. Uh, if you like this, please, uh, follow, as I am in deadly need of listeners. Uh, I thank you for listening, and good night.